The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. Well, hello there. Bad placement here. If you're wondering why I have this mug, it's because I'm continuing the series on ranking every episode of The Office, and this is the first time we see this mug, because the episode with this mug will be in here. So this is from, this will be from 145 to 136 to see the other uh, episodes. This is, the, I believe, the fifth one I've done. Um, uh, subscribe to the Donut Bag. Check out my YouTube channel. And they are there. So let's get into it. Number 145, Season 8, Episode 12, Pool Party. Robert California is divorcing his wife and intends to sell his mansion. Upon Kevin's suggestion, he throws a party as a last hurrah and invites everyone. Um, Andy wants to propose to Jessica, but his engagement ring ends up missing. Aaron is trying to make Andy jealous. Gabe and Ryan compete for Robert California's attention, and Jim keeps trying to leave the party. And the cold open was uh, was funny. Pam is gone. I think because she's pregnant or having a baby or whatever. And um, Jim tries to impress Stanley by pranking Dwight with meatballs. Uh, Jim tries various things to get uh, Stanley's approval. And finally, he figures out meatballs. So he keeps doing meatball pranks. But what Jim doesn't realize is Dwight and Stanley are working together to get a haul of meatballs <laughs> they just collect all the meatballs so that was cute um there's really not a whole lot to this episode uh everybody's at robert california's house uh they drink lots of wine uh they, it's a pool party um daryl doesn't want to go in because uh, into the pool because he's still overweight and he doesn't want to uh he doesn't want to show Val his body. Uh, yeah, and there's just not a lot here. Um, Andy wants to propose to Jessica, but but he miss he loses the ring, and then I think Kelly gets it or something like that. And they're I don't know. Eventually, Aaron finds and gives it back to him. Aaron is very jealous, and she's flirting with Dwight, which was really weird. This is just a weird episode. Uh, there's really not a lot to say. Uh, and, and then in the end, Robert California jumps into the pool naked. Cool. Okay. Number 144, Season 8, Episode 2, The Incentive. Under pressure from Robert to increase branch sales, Andy offers an incentive program to the sales staff, which backfires on him when he offers a very personal grand prize. Uh, the cold open was Kevin was talking weird. He was, uh, I guess you could call it a minimalist vocabulary, which Jim and Pam thought meant that he needed to go to the hospital. But Angela says, no, he's that's just Kevin being Kevin. And uh, you still hear this a lot uh, uh, now, uh, that the phrase, why waste time? Say lot word when few word do trick. That was, that was that's what this is from. 
Um, the main thing of the main plot of this episode is Andy tries to come up with some point system. So he has various prizes that you get if you get enough points. And then when Jim finds out that you could pull points together and he gives crazy uh crazy prizes like i'll run through the parking lot naked or i'll wear a dress or something like that and he says well what do you do for five thousand points he's like well you'll never get the five thousand points but if you do i'll i'll tattoo whatever you want on my butt and the office has never been more productive or or uh, working hard it's it's funny how everybody was working. Even Stanley, even Stanley was actually doing work. It was uh, it was funny. Um, so they all come up with five thousand points in one day, and uh, and they all go to the tattoo parlor. And Andy doesn't want to go through with it, but Jim gives him a little pep talk. And what they end up doing is, um, Pam wrote Pam drew a little drawing of a Nardog that he has on his butt. Um, I like the line, my heart belongs in music, but my ass belongs to these people. Um, also, there was a subplot of Angela and Pam are, uh, they're pregnant together, and Pam and Angela said they, they should start walking because that's what some uh, pregnancy book said. But then Angela is trying to report Pam because she drinks coffee or something like that, and Pam says, just get away from me. So that was that was dumb, but that's... That's that episode. Number 143, season eight, episode four, Garden Party. Andy claims to be throwing a garden party at Dwight's farm to impress Robert California, but he's really doing it to win the approval of his parents who appear to favor his young brother. Uh, the cold open for this was was really funny. Uh, Andy put up billboards promoting Dunder Mifflin, and it was just him in various poses where he looks like he's holding penises. And people drew penises on the billboards. <laughs> Some of the poses were just so funny that that just like it was it was so open for for people to to draw uh, penises on it. And then Dwight comes in and says, "What's going on?" It's like, "Oh, people are defacing the billboards and putting uh, lewd things on them." And and Dwight says, "You mean that photo shoot we did?" <laughs> He's like, "No, no, no." no. And he runs out of the office. He runs down the streets and he sees a billboard of like <laughs> um Dwight is like bent over in front of Andy. And it's like, that was really funny. That that was that was a really good one. Um so in the end, um Jim uh, pulls a friend on Dwight by writing a book about how to make a garden party. And that's a lot of effort. <laughs> he writing a book to, to prank someone. That's that's a lot of effort just for a prank. And he does so many. Dwight does so many things because uh, the the party is at Dwight's farm. He does so many things. There's a there's there's a closing ceremony. There's torches. There's dances. There's a announcements. It's just it's it's goofy things that Jim tricked Dwight into doing. Like okay, whatever. Uh, for some reason, Kevin was wearing a toupee. I don't know. Okay, cool. Um, but the main thing about this episode is Andy was just trying to impress his parents and his parents love and favor the other brother played by um, Josh Groban. 
And Andy's dad was such a jerk. Oh my goodness. It was just, he was just like over the top, like almost like a comic book villain evil to, to Andy. Like, like you really felt bad for him. Um, at the end, uh, the, the parents leave and Andy's about to leave and he just feels terrible. But the, the, um, uh, everybody, um, everybody from the office just is gathering around, just hanging out, and they they invite him over. They have little, like a uh, uh, um, cookout or something like that. So that that was nice. But my God, boy, did they make Andy such a terrible Andy's uh, brother? I mean, sorry, Andy's dad, such a, such a terrible person. Just, wow. Number one forty two, season nine, episode nine, Dwight Christmas. When the party planning committee forgets to plan the annual Christmas party, Dwight gets everyone to celebrate with a traditional Pennsylvania Dutch Christmas. Uh, Daryl is afraid that Jim has forgotten to include him in for the new job in Philadelphia. Pete teaches Aaron about his favorite movie, Die Hard. Toby discusses the Scranton Strangler trial with Nellie. For some reason, there was no cold opening. I don't know why. This is the first episode since the pilots did not have a cold open. I don't know. I don't know why. And for some reason, Jim and Pam really wanted uh, Dwight's idea of of uh, Pennsylvania Dutch Christmas. I don't know why. Maybe they thought it would be amused by all the goofy things Dwight would do. And Dwight did a bunch of goofy, weird things, which actually. Some of them are are, are true. What is What is that? I forget what the uh, what the thing is, what the, what the thing he dressed up as. But that, that's an actual thing. Uh, but the, the main part of this episode was this was Jim's first day of work in Philly. He was going to leave early, so he left the party early, which really hurt Dwight's feelings. And it also really, um, uh, really upset Daryl because months ago, Jim said, oh, yeah, I'll bring you I'll, I'll get you a job there. And then he forgot about it, even even when Daryl reminded him. Uh, but uh, so when Jim leaves, Dwight basically cancels the party and they have like a traditional Christmas party or something like that. But then Jim comes back and uh, and Pam is happy to see him. But then Dwight this is really sweet. Dwight rushes over to give him a hug and he resumes Pennsylvania Dutch Christmas and they, they have this giant uh, what was it some kind of pig parts or something like that some pig bone that they're fighting over like a wishbone and Jim wins and sprays like pig blood over, pe all over people or something like that I don't know I don't know um, Daryl got really trashed and was just and was just about to um, go off on Jim but Jim says, hey, I got you an interview at that new place. And he's like, OK, cool. And he's trying to play cool. But then Daryl falls through the table um, that, that had um, like all the all the food and drinks and stuff. Um, Nellie made the mistake of asking Toby about the Scranton Strangler trial. And Toby just would not shut up about it. So to shut him up, she gave him a kiss, which unfortunately gave Toby the wrong impression that they are now going out. So that, that was a plot for, for a few episodes. Number 141, season six, episode 14, The Banker. A wealthy investor shows up and shows interest in buying out Dunder Mifflin. And while he visits the Scranton branch, Michael and the office workers go full out in order to impress him. 
And during the, the visit, Michael reminisces on the good times he had during his time in the office. This is the first episode in this countdown featuring Steve Carell, Michael Scott. Woo! And it's the clip episode, which still, even if it was even if it's a clip episode, and even when it was 80% just showing old clips, it was still better than anything in season eight or season nine. Um the cold open was Michael making changes because the banker was coming. I think he I think I I think he changed the car or something like that. Um he tried to say that you have to put, you know, you you have to make cosmetic changes and called Lady Gaga a drag queen or something like that. I, I don't know. Uh this <laughs> so he comes in and uh, and there's Computron who's <laughs> played by Dwight. Your virtual uh, office assistant, kind of like AI. Maybe it was it was uh, the uh, the grandfather of Chat GPT. I don't know, but um, ask Computron questions, and you know, Dwight being Dwight, um, kind of went off on them. Uh, at one point, when Michael was showing the guy around, and he goes, "Good news, boss! We're now the official paper supplier of the NFL." And Michael says, "That's good, but not good enough. Keep working." <laughs> um, yeah, and and also, I don't know, I don't know what happened with the real Stanley, but he had a fake Stanley, which was like a much younger, good-looking guy. And Pam says, "I'm I'm not on board with fake Stanley," although I get it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a clip episode, but it was just it was just still still had some uh, good gags. Number one forty, season seven, episode eighteen. Todd Packer. After a long time on the road, Todd Packer returns to Scranton, looking for a desk job. Unable to put up with his despicable personality, Dwight and Jim plot to get rid of him once and for all. Uh, the cold open was really bad. It was Dwight had to eat all of the all um, canned food that was about to expire, and Jim and Dwight were talking about it. It was really really dumb. Uh, also, there was a plot of Pam. Um, Pam got a new computer for Aaron and Andy's computer really stunk. So she got him a new computer also, but they had to make it look like it was an actual, an old, an old computer. Okay. Um, but the main thing is Holly, uh, uh, hired Packer for, uh, for the for the for the, the stay in the office, and everybody told her no, he's terrible. And she's like, oh, I don't know what you're, what are you talking about? Michael Michael recommended him, and at the end, uh, Packer tells Michael, um, he's like, you got to get rid of that girl. She's she's terrible. She's she's a she's a stick in the mud, and that's when Michael finally realizes, oh, he sucks, and so he finds out. That Jim and Dwight are um, they they faked a call from uh, Joe Bennett to get him down to Florida, and uh, and Michael finds out he's about to bust the, the whole thing open. But instead, when he sees how terrible he was and when what he said about Holly, he's like, "Fine, go." <laughs> he's, he, he was he was fine about it. Um, when when. Jim sees that Dwight's trying to get rid of Packer. He talks to him and says, let's team up. And they, they come up with different things. And, and Jim says, well, how about we uh, we pretend that he has Justin Bieber tickets? And Dwight says, who is Justice Bieber? And Jim says, well, he, he's a crime-fighting beaver. Um, 
that's that's uh one of the great gags from this but yeah basically basically it was packer being horrible packer said horrible things about about uh kevin being fat and and dumb and uh you know people complained so he apologized to him which made things worse and um but in the end packer was gone Number 139, season seven, episode seven, christening. During Jim and Pam's daughter's christening, Michael becomes upset over the lack of family-like unity between himself and the employees. So he responds by impulsively joining a teenage church mission to Mexico. Uh, The cult open was Pam was telling everybody that they need to be more sanitary to to not get – to avoid getting sick. So she's going to put up – um hand sanitizers everywhere kind of like well maybe maybe pam knew about covid i don't know uh and dwight says these should do the opposite they should be exposed to germs which actually i i i wonder if that's true i wonder if it's better to be exposed to germs so instead of sanitizing stations everywhere he should put these sanitizing stations which are bowls full of dirt and vomit (laughs) And, and feces to uh to rub your hands in and jim says oh so we should sneeze in your face so anytime anybody needs to sneeze they just run up and sneeze in, in dwight's face uh but the 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 main part of this is um cc gets uh christened she poops on the christening dress so um so jim um um changed her in an arcade fire t-shirt and so that's what she got christened in uh there was a brief thing about toby didn't want to go to the church because i guess he was he used to be a um wanted to be a priest or go go to cemetery but he, he quit because of a girl so now he doesn't want to go to church or something who cares it's toby but um after the christening the um the church says well they're they're gonna have a they're gonna have a party afterwards and everybody's invited and jim and pam are like what are you talking about and so the so they had no food so everybody was angry about that um everybody was grumbling about the food and michael saw that there was a, a church group that they they looked all happy and stuff so he said why can't why can't you all be happy why are you all grumpy why we should do th- more things together and um michael was so inspired that he joined the church group on a trip to mexico a mission to mexico to build a school or something like that and annie joins him too for some reason i don't know but then in the middle of the on the bus they realize they've made a mistake so they scream at the bus driver to stop the bus to get out and of course they make it super awkward and then one of the people from the mission joins them too which is kind of funny but yeah there's the, the, this just wasn't very funny um number 138 season one episode one the pilot oh the pilot march 4th 2005 introduces the employees of dunder mifflin a ink a mid-sized paper company Michael welcomes the crew and walks them around the office, introducing the employees. I heard that one of the that a possible reason that they had 
a crew of what uh, film what happens in the office is it because somebody died or something like that somebody committed suicide or i don't i don't know in in you know in the office or something like that i think that was a reference at some point but anyway this is the pilot it was almost an identical remake of the first episode of the british version why would you do that why would you everybody is looking at this you know this american rem- um american version of a british show why would you make the pilot an exact copy of the show what 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 why would anybody want to watch that then it's like well i i'll just watch the uk version like i i didn't understand that decision that was that was really weird um pilots are always funny of long standing shows because you look at that first episode and you see what they did and what they were trying to do and you see what eventually the show became it's like, and you say wow this was so different and that's why this episode is so is raised so low because it's just so it's not that totally different but still that's just so different um at, at this point michael was you know michael became um inappropriate and bumbling and stuff but he was also you know lovable and likable at this point he was just a jerk especially that that uh prank he played on pam where he said you know you're fired and he thought that was funny and she's crying like that's that was that was bad this is the episode where jim pranks dwight by putting his office supplies in jello um Dwight, I mean, Michael proudly shows his world best boss uh, mug that he got from Spencer's. Um, there's there's people in the they they have a they have a uh, a scene in the conference room, and there's like three or four people that we'll never see again. Now, I believe what happened was they filmed the pilot, and then like six months later, they filmed the rest of season one, which I think was only. Was that only four episodes or something like that? There were there weren't many episodes in, in, in season one. Um Stanley does not act like Stanley. Stanley was standing in the in the meeting and he was asking a lot of questions. He was very concerned about being fired. Very did not did not act like Stanley. Um this is Jim pranks Dwight by putting his office supplies in jello. That's one of the 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 famous pranks of uh of the office. Uh, by the way, have you ever tried that? Have you ever tried putting something in Jello? It is hard. It is hard to keep that shape. I know we've done we've done this at work. It's not easy. It, it breaks apart. So kudos to them because at the end of the episode, Jim puts the the world's greatest, the world's best boss mug in in a Jello mold. And 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 the, and the mold is completely intact. So kudos to them for 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 getting that right. That could not have been easy. It is not easy to have uh, uh, put something in Jello mold. I know. Uh, but the the <laughs> Jan Levinson Gold reveals to Michael that Dunder Mifflin is about to be downsized, and the company has to decide between the stand the Scranton and Stanford branches. That actually happened, and that was a major plot point of season three. Uh, so, um, not sure why they mentioned that here. 
but basically they were just saying that somebody has to go or i don't know i don't know maybe just making uh you know rumors that 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 they were going to be they're going to have downsizing Number 137, Season 7, Episode 23, The Inner Circle. Tensions rise and feelings are hurt when D'Angelo creates an inner circle at the office, which is only composed of men. This is the first episode without Michael Scott. And the first episode where D'Angelo, played by Will Ferrell, is is the boss. Uh, The cold open was weird. He was... D'Angelo was trying to be tough, but he was telling them all wonderful things like they're going to have ice cream Thursdays. And basically, uh, he's going to send uh, Daryl to business school, whether he likes it or not. It's like he's just, just giving everybody what they want. And, but he was sounding tough about it. I don't know. It was it was really weird. Um, but but yeah, D'Angelo had his inner circle was Jim, Daryl, um, Kevin. And I forget who else, but then when, when Jim mentions, Hey, you're, you're, you're kind of being sexist. Then he kicks Jim out of the inner circle. Um, and throughout the episode, D'Angelo tried to get, tried to be nice to Dwight and Dwight basically told him to go to hell every time, any time just, just Dwight would just shut him down. I think, you know, We've seen Dwight for six seasons be a, 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 a butt kisser to Michael Scott, and now we see a totally different Dwight who's probably mad that he we, he wasn't manager, so he basically said, screw this. So he basically told any time, any time Dwight would, uh, um, D'Angelo would try to be nice to Dwight, Dwight just told him to go to hell. Finally, at the end, uh, when they all go down to the basketball courts, um. D'Angelo says, Dwight, come on down. He's like, no, I'm not going. And D'Angelo says, you come down right now. You're getting fired. And Dwight says, uh, um, well, uh, one thing about me, I uh, respond to strong leaderships. <laughs> uh, that, that was funny. Um, but D'Angelo says that he could dunk from half court or or from the foul line or something like that, which is like. A Michael Jordan move, <laughs> but Jim says, well, why not just instead of acting it out, like at one point during the episode, D'Angelo was fake acting, juggling, just pretend juggling, and uh, it was really dumb, but uh, Jim says, well, why don't you, we have a basketball uh, basketball hoop downstairs, let's let's all go downstairs and watch you, he's like, yeah, sure, and what D'Angelo does is he does dunk, but when he dunks, the ent- the entire uh, basketball hoop falls down, and he gets a massive head injury. Um, he they they take him to the hospital, but then he comes back from the hospital. He's in a gown and he's saying absolute gibberish. And I believe that was it. <laughs> that was it for uh, D'Angelo as regional manager. So what quite quite a way to go out. Number one thirty six, season six, episode six, Mafia. When an Italian-American insurance salesman tries to get Michael to buy a policy for the branch, the staff becomes convinced that he's in the mafia. This is the episode where Jim and Pam were on honeymoon, so they were not actually there. You could hear them. uh, You could hear them on the phone, but they were not physically there. Uh, The cold open was really dumb. Uh, 
Michael was talking about business fundamentals and Ryan said, well, why don't you make a book about it? And so Michael starts to make a book about business fundamentals. It, it was, it was dumb. Um, Kevin is hanging out in Jim's office. He gets a uh, call from the credit card company saying uh, about fraud alerts and, and uh, he convinces them or, or they say, oh, okay, well, obviously you're in Scranton. So all these charges in Puerto Rico are, are a fraud. So we'll shut down your credit card. And Kevin says, I think we should let the criminal use the card a little longer. <laughs> um basically the the basically because Jim and Pam are not there uh the as Oscar calls it the coalition for reason is is out of balance usually they could they could rein in things which is it, it it is kind of funny it's like basically Oscar Jim and Pam are the only quote unquote normal ones and everybody else is 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 a wacko so uh so that that was funny, but but Jim and Pam weren't there, so Oscar could not couldn't was uh was out outnumbered. Uh, the Italian American insurance salesman, I just found out was the guy, Mister Grotti. He was the guy in Dumber Dumber when uh you know when that scene where there's like you want to know what the most annoying noise in the world is uh, that that guy the, the guy that was in the car with him that that guy is the same guy that, that was in this episode i thought that was funny uh i think his name is mike star or something like that uh but the 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 guy is very he's very pushy trying to get michael to get insurance and and they tell him no 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 he's in the mafia they go to a restaurant uh michael dwight and andy andy is dressed like a mechanic so that he could have an excuse to have a tire iron in case he needs to hit the guy over the head but as he is a mechanic a lady comes over and says can you fix my car and he's jumped and he puts the black wire with the red which is if you've ever jumped a car, you know that's the exact opposite of what you do. He blew up the car <laughs> and uh, might have might have totaled the car. Um, the other funny thing is uh, when they were ordering, uh, when they were ordering lunch, the the salesman says a bunch of things like, "I'll have this, I'll have that." If you put it uh, on the side, I will bring it back. If you do this, I will bring it back. I'll bring it back. Keep, keep saying, I'll, "I'll I'll bring it back." And um, when they say to Michael, well, what will you have? He says, I'll have the Gabagool. <laughs> They're like, we don't know what that is. And Dwight's like, did you hear him? He said he wants the Gabagool. Um, but they said, well, we don't have Gabagool. So um, he says, I'll have the spaghetti with a side salad. If the salad comes on top, I will send it back. That, that was cute. Um, Michael calls Jim at the end. And... Um, like they tried very hard to not give him the number, but Michael called the hotel and told them that his dad had a heart attack or something like that, uh, which is something Michael has done before. And um, Jim says, okay, it's like, okay, I know what you do. Here's what you do. Uh, 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 he pretends to be broken up. And Michael's like, I don't understand you. He's like, uh, 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 uh. That was pretty funny. All right. So that is... That is this episode. Keep watching these. Um, 
it's it's starting to get good. It's we're, we're finally into the episodes with with Michael Scott. I could not stand season eight and season nine, so we are we are finally at the it's, it's getting good. Um, still have still have a long way to go. We're only in the one thirty, so still have a long way to go. So thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you later.